Hey everyone, it's Jem. Welcome to episode 7 of the I'm Still Standing podcast. In this episode, we have three wonderful guests that participated in this amazing panel discussion. Danielle Smith, Sharika Powell, and Latanya Christie. Each of them will be sharing their experience of childhood sexual abuse. Grab your tissue and a warm blanket if you can. It gets really real. Thank you so much, ladies, for coming. Latanya, Sharika, Danielle. Um, do you mind? We'll start off with something a little light. Um, do you mind you guys talking about something interesting about yourself? One interesting thing about yourself. And I know if you, you have books, and I heard you talking about writing a book soon. I didn't Working even know out. that. Yeah, so we'll start with you, Latanya. Um, I'm a new mom. I have a four-month-old. He's so cute. And he's so precious. And I love him. <laughs> and that's it. What about your book? I'm an author. I wrote um, a book. It's it's a memoir. It's called Take Me to Church. And it's about my personal experience um, growing up um, as a victim of sexual abuse um, by somebody within a church setting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No big deal. And um, I'm Sharika Powell. Um, I'm a motivational speaker. I'm an author. I have a book as well called A Woman Unchained. Breaking the Silence of Childhood Sexual Abuse, The Warrior's Journey, which is me, the warrior. Yes. And um, yeah, so my story is also a memoir as well. And it's about um, my journey of being a victim of sexual abuse by the hands of my stepfather. And that whole journey of um, releasing the shame, really and truly. It's been a long journey and now I'm at this point where I feel like, you know, it's much bigger than me and I need to... Um, bring along as many survivors with me to, you know, talk yeah. about the experience and release the shame. So uh, that part. I also have a show on Rogers TV called Women on the Rise. Um, and we highlight women in Durham region that are pursuing their purpose and their passion. And um, I'm really excited about that. I, I really, that's like my little baby. I love that show. Um, just to see what other women are doing and mm-hmm. how they're doing it. And we're so multifaceted, you know. Yeah. I love that, yeah. to celebrate that. And um, one thing that maybe other people might not know about me is that I do the rock eyebrow really well. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was not expecting that. I would have the rock eyebrow. Oh. Yes, and my, my little son, my, <laughs> my little son has actually picked up the treat and he does it too. So. <laughs> Can you do it again, please? Wow, okay. Because um, I have a long family history 
of childhood sexual abuse in my family and friends and a lot of people who are quote very very close to me so it's something that I think is really important and we need to talk about and you know and uh as you said um, uncover that shame and yeah. just expose it to you yeah. because that's what needs to happen we need to stop covering things and you know and talking about how and the reason why we do I'm still standing as well is you know you see someone doing their thing we might see you on your show or doing your thing or at an event with a time mm-hmm. like wow like look at them and you, mm-hmm. no one knows your testimony mm-hmm. and yeah. how you mm-hmm. got there yeah. right and what God has brought you through yeah. mm-hmm. so I think it's so important we we empower others through our testimonies right. that they can also get through mm-hmm. whatever it is they're going through mm-hmm. yeah you know how old were you guys when things you know started happening that you knew something was not right with the situation uh, I was 12 years old mm-hmm. For me, it started around eight years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. For me, I started at 13. Did you know right away something wasn't right with it? Because yours was at church, so how was that? Like, well, was it, that pastor it, it wasn't at church. It was oh, my home, okay. but it was a, with a minister, and it was one time, so thank, oh, okay. thanks be to God. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And, okay. I, and I did know um, immediately. I knew something was wrong, mm-hmm. and um, thank God I had my mother. Um, she was not there at the time, but when she came, I was able to speak with her, and she believed me. Oh, uh, she okay. fought for me, yeah. mm-hmm. and she's my hero. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a lot to give God thanks for. In 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 that darkness, there's a lot of light. So mm-hmm. I, I have a lot to give God thanks for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. wow, that's tough because mm-hmm. that's something that someone you're supposed to be trusting. Oh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And that broke that trust. That is, ugh. yes, yeah. it's and <clears throat> it is. Uh, like ministers are people that you're supposed to trust. They're supposed to carry the gospel. They're supposed to carry the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And what we saw was something completely different. Um, it, it ended up being my mother and me um, against the church. Wow. Why are you, you know, so um, oh wow. Wow. she stood with me, and um, I'm I'm the woman that I am today because of her strength. Um, mm-hmm. I like Sharika's um, title of her book, A Woman Unchained. And the warrior's journey because if you have to go through these things and if you're going to talk about it you have to have a warrior spirit mm-hmm. yeah you have yeah. to not worry mm-hmm. about what people think about you and mm-hmm. you have to release yourself of every chain every That's system right. that has put you in a box that has said you, you shouldn't talk about things or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. if you're going to walk this journey of truth yeah. and if you're setting out to help other people yeah. That is big. like that's mm-hmm. that's so powerful because even even in my family and there's certain things that I'm like I I feel like I'm half telling the story <laughs> or like mm-hmm. but I'm like oh man if I tell the full story yeah. then what are people yeah, gonna yeah. say yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Like, not necessarily about me but it's like yeah. am yeah. I exposing right. Yeah. Right. other people yeah. now with it's it's hard like it's yeah. it's it's, it's very yeah. sensitive it's not necessarily yeah. easy yeah. no. And it's an ongoing yeah. process, but it, it, it's so individual. Like we all yeah. are here. It's so mm-hmm. individual when you're ready to do that, to take mm-hmm. that. No one can tell you to, right? It's yeah. your time to, to yeah. come out and mm-hmm. expose. Um, but like she said, uh, be ready. Mm-hmm. Because you just said that the church was, <laughs> it was you against, yeah. you know, the church well, and things yeah. like that. And those are the kinds of things that you might be coming up against. Mm-hmm. So it has to be a mind shift in the mind. It has to be you're mentally ready yeah. for whatever's going to come at you. Like, you mm-hmm. know, and um, to have that warrior spirit and that worry. When you're going through something, when you've got, when you're a survivor or something like this, everybody thinks you're, 
you're warriors. Mm -hmm. You are a special kind of person, and God has put a special blessing on you. And despite what you've been through, that darkness that you've been through, like all of us here, we're all light. Mm-hmm. We're all light and we're all exposing this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, yeah. and, and stomping it out. You know, that pink elephant in the room or whatever color yeah, we want to be. Like, you know what I mean? And especially, you know, I can speak from the West Indian culture. Um, we got work to do. Mm-hmm. We do. We really do. And, do you, you know, want to talk a little bit more about that? Actually? <laughs> Elaborate, please. For like, the viewers that might not be. Yeah, we like to sweep things under the rug a lot and pretend like, oh, everything's just, you know, yeah. we're good. Mm-hmm. Everything's wonderful. Yeah. Nothing's happening in yeah. our family. We're all, yeah. you know, perfect yeah. family and we're all churchgoers mm-hmm. and everything's mm-hmm. great. And mm-hmm. what are you talking about? It's all in your mind. And even when it's exposed and it's right in your face, hey, this mm-hmm. has happened. Yep. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you still tell the survivor or you know the victim at the time um, to keep quiet and hush your mouth mm-hmm. and don't say anything. Yeah. And that that see and don't tell mentality mm-hmm. needs to end. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Right? I agree. Yeah. Hundred percent. Amen. So for myself, I knew at the time that it was wrong, um, but like uh, Sherrick and Latanya spoke about, I didn't have that warrior mentality at the mm-hmm. time. So I would have conversations with myself mm-hmm. about um, coming forward mm-hmm. and exposing the situation, but I just didn't have the strength to actually go forward and do it. It took a few years for me to yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just battled amongst myself, knowing that it was wrong and just not knowing how to come forward. Of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. And was it something that was, um, you know, was he in your home and living yes. there? And so he was there all the time, oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. So I just wasn't there a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, I can't even imagine that. Um, and did you... So, okay, let me... Realize them again. Because I'm like, so many questions are coming to my head. I'm just like, wow. Um, was there someone you guys confided in or were able to confide in? You said your mom. Yes. Your yeah. mom was very, very supportive. Yeah. Was there anyone else that was um, supportive? I find that when these things happen... Particularly because I could speak of the fact um, of the church situation because it happened with a minister and mm-hmm. you were very much involved in the church community. I'll tell you this when you go through things that are controversial, um, people don't want to come out and tell you things, they don't want to stand with you mm-hmm. publicly. Mm-hmm. They, they, they will mm-hmm. support you um, privately, mm-hmm. right. but to, that strength and um, that courage to stand and to really um, stand up for what you believe in, I find that people are shaky. Mm-hmm. And they're shaky in the church, they're shaky outside the church. Mm-hmm. So um, people would come and they would send words to my mother, oh, if it was my daughter, I would do this, uh, we stand with you. But when, when, when push came to shove, everybody just went their own way and nobody really wanted to... Um, to, to get their hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at the time, um, we had a change of um, leadership at the church that I went to. And I and it, it came to that point where the past, it was so messy that the pastor, mm-hmm. he had to do something. It, mm-hmm. it, was, it, was, it was already out in the public. People knew um, the reputation of the church was out there. So he had, he had no choice. And when it came to, um, to the point, he said, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to do what I think is right. Mm-hmm. And that's when I eventually got some help. What did he do? Um, what did he end up doing? What did he? Uh, for me, he arranged counseling um, for me at the expense of the church. They didn't like that, but he didn't care. 
That's and the least thing to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a they didn't like that. Right? They better they like, like that. Like, like, they didn't. They didn't. They really? They didn't want. They want this to. They wanted it wow. to be. Uh, it happened and once. Away. You you know it wasn't that bad. Get over it. You know this oh, happens wow. to a lot of people. Oh. They end up doing okay. So oh. you and your mother just just forgive and just 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 move on with your lives. That was the attitude at the time. Wow. And um, I think of myself now as a thirty year old woman. I, I look back and I say, wow. 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 <laughs> wow. Yeah. So um, it, it was um, mostly my mother and, and me mm-hmm. until they had no choice but yeah. to help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's insane. And see, this is the reason why you you going going through that experience, you know, that's absolutely horrible. And for people to say, oh, you know, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> and like, you know, yeah. utter those ugly things yes. out of their mouths. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, we wonder why the, the statistics on child abuse and uh, sexual assault and all those things worldwide are so staggeringly high. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. one of the reasons why is that mentality mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. To see and don't tell or just, oh, never mind. It wasn't mm-hmm. that bad. And everyone goes through it. Or there's so many people have gone That's through it and they're fine. Mm-hmm. That, that just never mind their mentality, which is why it keeps happening. And I think that in at least we could speak for our culture, the Caribbean culture, yeah. um, and I'm sure outside of it yeah. as well. Um, I feel like the older women and you know a oh, lot yeah. of us have oh, experienced. Yeah. yeah, they have. Yeah, you know, and it's yes. almost normalized. Yes. Like, oh, I went yeah. through it. Like, yes. you know, yes. no one did anything. Yes. My daughter went through it. Yes. Now yes. you're going. Like, now, so it's yeah. so normalized, normalized that we just. Mm-hmm. become desensitized yeah. almost. Yeah. So right. right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like there was an experience that I speak to that. I was doing um, uh, just a speaking at, at a church and the, uh, an older West Indian woman came up to me and she's like, you know, did I take your book? And she's probably in her 60s and she's like, this is the first time that I've actually said wow. that I was a victim. So I'm going to take your book and you know, read it. But this was the first time it actually uttered and came out of her mouth. She's 60. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's a lot has to change. Yeah. A lot has to change. Even with the broader society, when you see things happen and the victim blaming, and it's just, I, I sometimes, you know, <laughs> you know, they say stay out of the comments online, but yeah. sometimes I get tempted and I read comments on certain mm-hmm. articles and I'm like, I can't, like, I'm just astounded. Yeah. yeah. I'm just astounded, yeah. like, seriously? Yeah. What happened to this young woman? And, right. like, Wow, mm-hmm. these are the comments that are coming forth. You know, it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But um, Shrika, was there anyone you were able to confide in when this was going on? Um, at the time, um, when I finally decided to, you know, or when it happened, um, when everything was exposed, it was just there was an incident that happened. I was like, gotta read the book to find out. <laughs> but no, so there was an incident that happened, and then my mother was advised. And not by you or by someone? Uh, by authorities. Oh, okay. Um, and so, kudos to your mom. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. For, you know, sticking by you. So when it happened, yeah, at the time my mom did know. And, and my mom was devastated, of course, at the time. But things, the tide slowly shifted and turned. And she started to um, take more of my stepfather's side. Um, mm-hmm. And go that route so i was believed in the of course in the beginning and then mm-hmm. it just started to shift and more denial started to set in oh, okay. so it became a very toxic environment me living there and eventually i went to go live with my dad and i never told my dad either until much later but i really confided and i decided to confide in someone i was around in my early 1920 uh was my grandmother mm-hmm. who is still like she's a huge 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 part of my life mm-hmm. 
love her um, so much. And she was the one that I could finally confided in and lifted that weight. Yeah. Yeah. So thank God for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. How about you, Danielle? Was there anyone that you were able to tell and yes. to Thankfully. confide in? Um, I confided in my best friend at the time's older sister. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, she actually referred me to come on to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mentioned that I had already connected with you. I'm so grateful for her. Uh, she actually forced me mm-hmm. uh, to talk about it mm-hmm. because I had that respect for her. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a perfect relationship for that. So. It was, I think an incident had happened and I ended up coming to her house really late um, and she could tell that I was distraught until now, like in writing my book, I still wonder like, how did she know? Mm -hmm. Um, She ended up asking me, I confided in her. It didn't go well um, just because of our age. It became like the talk of the town for our friends and um, Mm -hmm. word spread. It got to one of my friends, uh, parents actually worked with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and the word got back to my mom that way. Mm-hmm. So when she approached me, she wasn't she wasn't happy about the situation. She was basically the laughing stock at work, which she mm-hmm. didn't like. Um, so she was kind of aggressive and defensive when she was asking me, like, so did this happen kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's talking about me. Just let me know. Just hurry up and mm-hmm. talk about it if that's what it is kind of thing. Um, and because of her... Um, her attitude, I just shut down and I suppressed the situation. I pretty much acted like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up confiding in a woman's group later on um, to ultimately release what was left of the shame. Mm-hmm. But I'm very grateful that I did have the first person because I don't know how long I would have suppressed it for. So yeah. You mentioned the yeah. lady that was 60 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot of yeah. shame and baggage to be yeah. carrying around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when you guys talk about exposing it and what helped you to now um on the journey of healing you know what helped you to start healing like you talked about counseling and a women's group and you know what kind of started those wheels turning well after the incident in my life um and counseling and moving on from that place I really kind of hid um, the story, this experience. I didn't want people to to know this mm-hmm. stuff about me. Mm-hmm. And um, when I when I got more involved in the church as an adult, um, I felt like there was a call in my life. I felt like God has purposed me to um, to do things in life that other people just cannot do. And uh, my mentor always says to me, "You cannot give what you don't have." Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't understand and. Mm-hmm these things started to come back to me, come back to me. And it was just like a flood coming back. And all I could do was write. And I, I remember just having this talk. I just talked to Jesus, just like me and you right here. <laughs> and I just said, Lord, I don't want to write this. I don't, I'm not ready for the world to, to know my deepest, darkest mm-hmm. secret, mm-hmm. to expose myself mm-hmm. to everyone because people are vicious. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and it, it's, it's a, a journey of faith and trust. Um, it hasn't been easy. Um, because not everybody wants to hear stories like this, mm-hmm. especially from a church setting. Mm-hmm. Um, people want to encourage you to do ministry. They want this is ministry to have mm-hmm. the show is ministry mm-hmm. to have a show like Sharika is ministry to have a foundation like Danielle's ministry yeah, 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 um, because that's what God has put inside of you. That it's your life and that's how you bring people and you share the gospel with people through your experiences. Mm-hmm. But I understand that people don't like controversial ministry. Mm-hmm. They like ministry. Yeah, ministry. Yeah. 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 Ye
<laughs> but I believe all ministry is controversial when you really right. get it down ha- to it. It, 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 has, has, to it, has, it to has to be. It has to be. Has to be. Yeah, so, has to so, be. so right. So I, I, I found like even when I um, released my book, mm-hmm. like backlash within a church setting. The church, I don't name the church in the yeah, book, yeah. but you know they're upset. You know, people call my mother, yeah, all oh these sorts of gosh. things. I have all this negativity. And it was so hard for me. There were times yeah. where I had to just tell my husband, just answer the phone for me. I don't want to talk to people. And wow. he was just like, okay, Tanya, you got to just face this. Okay, we won't talk. And he would he would pick up the phone for me and say, you know, she can't talk right now or so forth. But I had to get this inner strength yeah. because um, people started to, women started to, to write to me, you know, in private messages on Facebook and so forth. And tell me about their journey and, and this is a private thing I tell you they would support me privately mm. but like not openly yeah. and I realized that um that I that exposing it comes with the territory of encouraging and pouring into people mm. and you have to be that strength before you release a book like this before you mm-hmm. come out like this mm-hmm. yeah. you have to know your own strength you have right. to have I think your relationship with God mm-hmm. to say I'm doing it for the right reason yeah. if you yeah. want to write a book like this for yeah. money don't yeah. do it yeah. No. Yeah. don't do it yeah. but if you want somebody to be changed somebody to be encouraged somebody to come out of darkness come yeah. out of the silence and speak and be empowered then you have to have that inner strength Absolutely. And I have a question for you, (laughs) Latanya, because how, you know, you're talking about the church even now calling it Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Don't call her. Don't call her. (laughs) Okay? Sorry. Seriously, don't. Because it's ridiculous. Anyway. Oh, gosh. But, um, and how now you're, I I know you're involved heavily in ministry. Mm -hmm. How do you bring the two together knowing that, you know, there's that church hurt, quote unquote, that is so popular now. People don't go to church because things have happened, they've been hurt. But I, how do you move past that and still pursue the calling that God has on your life without being stuck? Well, it's the woman unchained. This is what it is. Like, you have to release yourself because even the church itself is an institution. It, it can chain you as well. It can put yeah. you in a box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and right. um, as I already said before, every one of us, we have different types of ministry. Yeah. And that's ministry, that's evangelism. And God has called us to different things. Um, but there, there are women in the church, there are women outside of the church that have been hurt by people in the church. Mm-hmm. There, there are women whose mothers have hurt them. And because they're in ministry or they're in the church, they're afraid to talk or they feel like their experiences don't matter, which yeah. they do because mm-hmm. you know your parent, it's a structure that you have to learn that these things are not of God. Yeah. If you really learn the word of God, then mm-hmm. you would know this is, a, this is completely not, um, not, in yeah. contradiction mm-hmm. to everything that the gospel That's is right. about. So for me, how do I bring them together is the word of God. Um, and everything that I do to empower women, even in the way that I write, in the things I do in the community, it always goes back to the word. What is the gospel of Jesus Christ? And the gospel is this new commandment I give you, love one another. And I think that if you can love people, then yeah. you will do things the right way. Yeah. It's so simple, right? Love one another. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so, so true. And that's how we kind of get to awakening more, you know? Yeah. But yeah, love it. You are. Like, I know. I'm like, I know, like girl. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I'm and loving the courage. And you know, amazing. God's giving you that. Amen. You know, He's given all of you that. All of us that. Because we wouldn't be here no. otherwise, yes. right? Yeah. So Shrika and Danielle, how did you guys start the healing process in your lives? my suppressing the situation um, I ended up in a psych ward so I was diagnosed with severe depression 
Um, I was having a lot of flashbacks before I had gotten there. I was having a lot of flashbacks um, and nightmares um, that led to my breakdown where I was hospitalized, I think, two weeks the first time. Um, they then diagnosed me with depression, and when I was released, it was it was kind of one of those things where it's in your face and you can't really ignore the elephant in the room, um, as Sharika said, and I had to do the work. Um, I'd say it was just divine inter intervention that I met an amazing mentor at the time um, who invited me into the women's group um, where I was able to heal and speak to a lot of women. A lot of them were um, a few years my senior, which I appreciated so I could lean on their wisdom, um, their courage, their strength until I developed my own. Um, that was pretty much the catalyst for my healing. There's been a bunch of books and courses I've taken since. and mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's pretty much what sparked it. I, it was like I was forced to do the work. I was pretty much in denial for a really long time until I was chained to a hospital bed, being forced by medication, and I realized that I couldn't live like this anymore. Yeah. yeah. And now you're writing. Yes. Wow. I was writing um, at the time. <laughs> I don't like reading what I was writing at the time. It's from a really dark place. Um, but yes, I've, I've always written. Um, I find it's a really good release. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, um, speaking to the shame that you guys mentioned, that's why I'm releasing it as a fiction. Um, I'm, I'm scared of the backlash that will come, um, but again, I feel like it's larger than me. Mm -hmm. So, it's something that's needed, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. but I know that the backlash will come. It's oh. already come, and, and like I've had people be like, you better not write about me in the book, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. see it up on my laptop, mm -hmm. and they're like, so you're really going to do that? You know, it, it mm -hmm. happens, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, it's part of my healing. It yeah. doesn't really have to make sense to, to no. anybody else. No, I so you didn't go through it, so. Right. Mm -hmm. And now you have Shuka and Latanya, you can yeah. talk to them, yes. they've done the yeah. same yeah. thing, yeah. Yes. Yeah. so yeah. to, yeah. you know, work through that. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm very grateful for that. Oh, boy, I have goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like, like, I'm just listening to you. I seriously do. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, it's amazing. <gasps> wow. Um, so, for me, the healing began to both of these ladies with writing, definitely uh, writing the book. And obviously, she didn't want to write hers. I didn't want to write mine either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but prior to that, once I told my grandmother and what happened, the huge weight, you know, lifted. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, there was just, I just felt like this gnawing that God was just like drawing me to him. Like, I want you to um, be whole in order for you to do that mm -hmm. and have a full relationship with me. This is just you and I here. Nobody else. This is just relationship. Sharika, God, that's it. How are we going to do this? You need to get healed and get help in some facet, whatever it is, mm -hmm. right? So I had all those internal, you know, conversations with God about, you know, okay, if you're real, yeah. If you are really real, because there was a mm -hmm. moment that I did not believe that mm -hmm. he was yeah. real, or not even real, just he didn't, that he even cared about me, that he didn't, he didn't exist. Mm -hmm. So I went through those periods, because I'm like, how could you exist when all of this happened yes. when I was so yeah. young, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So there was this internal battle with him with that, um, and I said, okay, you know what, if you're real, fix me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? If you're real. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, you know what, I've got to go and seek out and try to get some counseling and mm -hmm. I did I started and stopped a lot of times mm -hmm. because the mm -hmm. same thing with both of these ladies it's, it's a difficult dark journey to mm -hmm. go through yeah. that and uncover mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know those really hard difficult things that you went through at such a young age mm -hmm. and um, 
Who wants to? It's not be fun. honest. Like it's, it's not. not right. It's, it's not. not fun. It's not a fun time. But we got to do that hard, muddy work. I believe to get to that that light to get to that, you know, like, wow, okay, I went through this, now I can go and help others. So, mm-hmm. um, so I went, you know, on and off, went through counseling. Eventually I found a counselor that really, he hit it off, like mm-hmm. really sick. And I think that's really important to find someone that you really yeah. mm-hmm. resonate with, mm-hmm. um, that could help you through it. So I, I, so fortunate to have that. I did. Um, and then I started to really, um, get to know who he was for myself know what everybody else defines get to know God for mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. Yeah. for me and um, did that through alpha classes and all kinds of things mm-hmm. and, and reading and books and, and all of that and the word and all of that of course um, just to get to that space of okay God's like okay now I think you're ready I think you're ready now I think mm-hmm. you're ready to um, expose took many many years to get to this point there was not one pivotal point where I felt like okay yeah this is it I'm gonna you know do it xyz <coughs> everything's just gonna line up it was small small baby steps to get to the point of writing um a woman unchained and getting to that place where I felt unchained mm-hmm. um and didn't want to write it for many 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 years and it just kept coming back like a <laughs> red radar like it just kept coming yep. back nope you're gonna do this nope you're gonna do this so eventually I did it and so thankful and glad that I did it and published last year and mm. it's here and it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Um, mm. So I know it's per, it's it's um, a purpose-driven journey yeah. that yeah. I like to call it. It's a divine journey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm here for a reason. Um, I'm supposed to share this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm supposed to, you know, help other women talk about it, expose it, and, and, and bring it to light so another young girl doesn't have to go through yeah. what I went through. Yeah. That's exactly. really yeah. Yeah. what it is. Yeah. Or a boy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's exactly. really what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love what you said about it, it is a divine journey and yeah. each one of you, each one of us mm-hmm. are we have our divine purposes yeah. right, that God has placed into us. Yes. Right? So it's so important. And I feel like this whole thing is just divine in and of itself, yeah. right? Yeah. Because yeah. all of your stories resonate so much with each other. And are so similar. Yeah. Thank you, ladies, so much. <laughs> I any final words um, as we wrap up? Um, I just want to say to anybody that be watching this, um, and you have it doesn't have to be sexual abuse. It could be anything mm-hmm. that you've endured, and you feel like um, there's purpose on your life to um, come forth and to share and to help people. Um, I want to advise you that there's no there's no only one way to come forward. Mm-hmm. Like um, Danielle says, she's writing her book as a fiction. Um, mine is a memoir, but it's written as a story. My name is not there. People, it's, it, it, the names are completely different. But I'm also uh, a promoter of the arts, uh, plays, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. music, and so forth. So yeah. mm-hmm. whatever medium you think is right for you, yeah. yes. however you want to tell it. Yeah. Don't feel that you have to be in a box and do things the way that Latanya does it, Sharika does it, or Danielle does it, or anybody else. Do it the way that you can do it. Yeah. And yeah. that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, final thoughts. Um, you know, well, lots. But someone's going through something like this and, you know, they're battling with whether to come out or, you know, at some point. <clears throat> You know, it's such it's such an individual journey. No mm-hmm. one can really say, okay, now you know mm-hmm. it's time for you to come out. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to 
you know, get, get with it or yeah. get, get your life in order. It's so important to have a relationship with the creator mm -hmm. and then he, with, he will let you know when it's time. Yes. It's his time for you to now get to healing. So don't rush the process. Mm -hmm. It's a journey of a thousand miles, like yeah. I like to say, yeah. you know, and um, just know that yes, you can have a blessed life after going through any kind of adversity, period, mm -hmm. whether it's what we've experienced mm -hmm. or something yeah. else. Mm -hmm. Just know that he will never leave you. He will never forsake yes. you. Mm -hmm. Never. Mm -hmm. And um, once you really get that, and you know who you are, that you're God's child, mm -hmm. then that's all that matters. Amen. 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 Um, final thoughts. Something that was really important to me um, on my journey that I think um, is important to share was my realization that it's okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. um, I had gotten so used to looking like I had it all together, mm -hmm. and that's what was what was stopping me from doing the work and getting over to the other side of healing. Um, and that was what held me back for a long time. Um, so I had to just accept that I wasn't okay. I was a ticking time bomb. Um, I wasn't feeling okay on the inside. I didn't like the relationships in my life. Um, and it's, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a mess mm -hmm. or, and also in sharing my journey, I noticed that everyone's situation is different. Like you said, um, people are dealing with different things in their lives. Um, when you speak to others, you realize everyone's going through it too. Mm -hmm. It might not look mm -hmm. like the same mm -hmm. thing, but you have mm -hmm. something that is holding you back that you mm -hmm. need to work through. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You can't really avoid the pain. You may as well go through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it does get better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It does get better. Mm -hmm. it does. Oh, that's a perfect ending, I think. Yeah. <laughs> perfect <laughs> ending. It does get better. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to give each of you a hug. Thank you so much for coming out and sharing. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We're blessing yes. all of you. Yes. Thank you, Joe. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, share it with someone who would benefit from the message. Also, remember to subscribe so you can get this podcast goodness downloaded automatically. And check out our website at imstillstandingseries.com if you want to just shoot me an email or if you want to apply to be a featured guest on our show. And remember, where there is life, there is hope. Standing for so long, I forget I stand tall. Atop a thorny pass, I do my heart lies. But I'm standing, I'm standing tall, I'm standing, I'm standing tall.